Shalom to Today's daf continues with our discussion of proving as well as trying to re-understand the drasha of Aleh. We ended up yesterday with Ula, who said that since the Mitzvah is allowed in to the Azara, at least partially, because of his saras, we allow him in even in his state of carry. And the Gemara says that you're trying to learn from Ula to Yevama. That only works if first the guy married the wife of his brother who passed away, and then he married his wife, so Achois Ishtay became a factor. Because now we have a Migu that he's mutter for Eshesach, he'll also be mutter, maybe, I would think he'd be mutter also for Achois Ishtay. But if first he married his living wife, then the Eshes Achiv came into play, you wouldn't have that limud. It wouldn't be even remotely relatable to Ula. And even if first he married the Yibam wife, then maybe we could compare it to Ula if first he married his brother's wife and then he married this other woman who has a sister. So in the interim, his wife's current wife's sister was Mutter before he married his current wife. But at first he did, first he married his sister-in-law, before his brother died. Then he married this other woman who has a sister. Then there was never a point, even after his brother died, when he was allowed to marry his wife's sister. So I wouldn't learn from one sister-in-law to the other. So Even Ula would agree. Here, if the, if the Matarita saw a carry on the night of the eighth day, that he would not put his, his toe and his big finger, even partially, into the Azara, because at this point, he's not even roid to bring the carbon as, as a Mitzayra. So he has no entrance permit. The Gemara says, no, we need the Pasuk of Aleah for that, that one little case where he marries his brother's wife, then his brother dies, and then he marries his living wife. So now the Gemara tries bringing another reason why I would need a Pasuk to tell me that a person cannot marry an erva, the shame Yibum. Why do I need a Pasuk for that? Isn't it obvious? Maybe it's a, we have a hekish of Rebbe Yoino, who says that since the Pesach says, Ki kol asher that's putting together all of the arayas with Eshes Ach. And just like Eshes Ach is mutter after the Ach passes away, so to all other arayas should be mutter. So that's what we, we have. We need the Pesach of Oleha. Rav Achabar Ifti Midifti slugs this up and he tells Ravina, well, hang on a second. You could make a hekish from every erva to Eishas Ach, but you also have the option of making the hekish to Achois Isha, his wife's sister. Why did he decide to make the hekish to his brother's wife and not his sister's sister? Why that sister-in-law over the other sister? So the first answer is, if you have the option of making a hekish to a kula or to a chumra, we'll be makish to the chumra. Assuming that a chiyuv yibum is a kula. Another way, another reason why we picked this hekish and another, we'd rather learn out two yisurim from two yisurim rather than two from one isur. So at this point, we really have no reason for the pasuk of Oleha. I would never think for a second that the person would be allowed to sleep with his erva, the shem mitzvah yibum. So my Rava says that's not what the Pasuk is coming to tell us. For Erva, that I wouldn't need a Pasuk. 
because I say Dechalois I say, but not I say Dechalois I say Sheyesh Bekaris of Erva. So what's the Pesach telling me? That's telling me that even the Tzorois of the brother are also Aser. The Gemara just double checks, well, hang on, you, you think that that forever, we don't need a Pasuk to tell me that that is not Mocho. The Brisa says, Ainli Elohi. And then Gemara says, no, that's, well, again, we're just talking about Tsaras. And when we say, Ainli Elohein, that's also referring to the Tsaras. I, Rebbe learned, we learned from Velokach, Velokho, Viyabe, and Viyovmo. The extra Lashonis tells me that the Tsaras and Arias are also. You see that we have a Pasuk teaching me that Arias are also Asr. seems to need a Pasuk for that, and it's not Pasuk that Asay is not Elamai, the Gemara says, we needed this extra Lima to tell me, not that the Arais themselves are Asr, but the Torahs of the Arais are Asr for Yibam. The Arais themselves are obvious. Why do we need two Pesukim? One Pasuk is, for the, is to tell me that the Ervo is Asr, and the second one is to tell me that the Torah is Asr. The Gemara says, nope, they're both teaching me Tzara. One, is to say that a Torah is Osir, even when there's a mitzvah yibum. And one is to tell me that the Torah is a mutter when there's no mitzvah yibum. It's only Osir, the Yovam, the Yavmo, when there is yibum going on, that's when the Torah is Osir, but otherwise she's mutter. Now, next to Vashi tells us that we can even learn this din of the Torah from the Mishnah. It tells us with the Lashon that there are 15 women who patter their Torahs. It doesn't say poitrois. Mashma that they were only usher because of the Yibum situation. Frag the Gemara. Now, Erva, you're telling me we don't need a Pasuk because an Asay is not Doichal, it's Asay Sheesh Bekaris. What about a Tzara? She's also an Asay Doichal, it's Asay Sheesh Bekaris. What's the Havim, you know, that the Tzara would be mutter by Yibum? Bar Bibi. Tells Ravina, you know what's going on here? This is like what Rava said. Really, Tzara does not need a Pasuk. The Tzara is also Potter from Yibum. That Pasuk is only telling me that a Tzara is Mutter when there's no Yibum going on. We learn from the Pasuk, Aleha, that when there's a situation of Aleha, she's Asr, but otherwise, she's Mutter. The Tzaras are Mutter. The Tzaras of an Erva are Mutter. So comes along Rami Barcham and says, well, let me tell you something interesting. Maybe... You're telling me that Tzara is mutter out of the Yibum context. Maybe Erva should also be mutter out of a Yibum context. The Gemara says, well, no, that's a Kavachaymer. If Erva is Usr, even when there's a mitzvah, when there's no mitzvah, she's definitely Usr. The Gemara, the Gemara says, yeah, but Tzara slugs up that Kavachaymer because a Tzara is Usr when there's a mitzvah and mutter when there's no mitzvah. Elamai will learn from the Pasuk of Bichayeho, that anything... Any situation, so don't marry your wife's sister while your wife's alive. Ah, we needed that pasuk to exclude after death. That we know from the pasuk of Ve'isha Elachoisa. Well, that doesn't cover everything. If I only had the pasuk of Ve'isha Elachoisa, I would have thought that the wife's sister would become mutter after a divorce. Oh, that's what the pasuk of Bechayet tells me. That as long as the sister is alive, even if they're divorced, that that, that sister-in-law is also Elamai, Rebbe Bar Tachlifo, says, B'Shem Rova, that there are two Pesukim, Isha L'Chaisa, and L'Gala Servoso. When there's a mitzvah of Yibum, both the Tzara and Erva is Osir. But when there's no mitzvah of Yibum, the Erva is Osir, and the Tzara is Mutter. The Gemara says, 
says who? Maybe I, I could use this Pesukim to learn exactly the opposite. Maybe they're both usher when there's no mitzvah. Maybe the Torah is also usher outside of the Yibum Khan. No, that's what the Pesukim of Alela teaches me. Now, Rav Ashi turns to Rav Kahana and says, you know, let me ask you something crazy. Who says that Alela is telling me an iser? Maybe it's actually a heter saying that the Torah says that a wife's sister is usher. But maybe that's only when there's no mitzvah. But when there's mitzvah yibum, maybe erva becomes mutter. The Gemara says, no, that's what the Pasuk of Legalis erva is teaching me. I think Bamaka mitzvah, they're both mutter. And when there's no mitzvah, when it's not, there's no yibum, they'd both be usher. Next, Rebbe says that from the Pasuk of Elokach, Velokchav, that teaches me that the tsaris of an erva are usher. It doesn't say tsaris. We learn tsaris from Litzror. I think Mara says, no, the Pasuk of Litzror is teaching me like Rabbi Shimon. So why does he use Lashon of Velokcha? It should say Velokach. Whenever there's plural, Lekuchin, you can pick one of the brother's wives to marry for Yibam. Once you do one, the other one's Osir. If you do Chalitza, the other one's Osir. There is Shesachiv. The Yavoma is Osir, but the Tzara, outside of Yibam, becomes Mutter. What do the Rabbanon do with Velokcha? They hold like like Yosef Barchanina. Barchanina has two tremendous drushes. One is from Velocho, which teaches us that even though this Yavama is Eishas Achiv, so in the context of Yibum, he's allowed to marry her. But once they do Yibum, she is like a regular wife without any erva involved. And if they get divorced, he's allowed to remarry her as Machzer Grushasoy. The second Limut is from Yevama, that it would still be a Yibum Bal Korcha. It's still a Kenyan, and there's still Yerusha. Shimamash becomes a regular wife. Rebbe learns that these drushes from the Pasuk of Leisha. Leisha tells me Bal Korcha, and Yevama tells me Yavoyaleo. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.